This episode is brought to you by HP Instant Ink. No one is reading your mind, but HP Instant Ink knows when your printer is running low and sends new cartridges before you run out. So you never have to think about ink. For details, visit hp.com slash instant ink Spotify. Conditions apply. What's up, everybody? Welcome to Signals from the Frontline, your every Wednesday live cast on Twitch. And as always, you can catch us on YouTube if you miss the live show, Fridays at 9 a.m. Pacific Standard Time. Brought to you, as always, by Frontline Gaming, where you can get your tabletop gaming goodies at a discount all the days of the week. I'm your host, Rhesius, a.k.a. Reese, as my mom and dad call me. Mm-hmm. They actually don't call me Rhesius. Weird. Like, it's Baby Rhesius. Baby Rhesius. That doesn't apply anymore. I'm, I'm approaching... Uh, too far, too old to be a baby yeah. anymore. Do we use handles anymore either? <laughs> I don't think we really do. Um, I mean, I've been Reese's on the internet forever, like mm. forever and ever. So uh, a lot of people think that's my actual name. Ever since the internet was invented. Which is yeah. ever, yeah. Back in the early 90s by Al Gore. With Al Gore. Oh, you yeah. beat me too. You yeah. stole my joke, dude. I was about to say that. So uh, my co-hosts, as always, Mr. Francois, or Francois? Francois. Francois. Francois? Yeah. Uh, Frankie and Mr. Banana is... I want to encourage this practice. It's really funny. People who have been calling in to place orders or writing in, uh, even other store owners, mm-hmm. have, have, been, have been saying, is this Mr. Banana? <laughs> yeah. Which is funny. It's translating over into like my actual job for the company, which is it's pretty good. Uh, it's, it's pretty funny. It's pretty funny. I like that we've gone away from the world's greatest and to Francis. Yeah, I'll bet you do. Yeah. <laughs> It warms my heart. He used to get so upset when people would call me the world's greatest. He's like, oh, you're still the world's greatest. He's not. It's true. No. Has it been proven that you're not? No. Yeah, he's never been. Who else? Nobody has, nobody else has made the claim yet. Because yeah. no one else is so arrogant as to make that claim. <laughs> what about the architect? Well, the architect. Yeah. Uh, no, he never made that claim. He, he's okay. just awesome. So at any rate, guys, let's jump in. The topic <clears throat> for today is going to be Death Watch. GW is previewing Ooh. the new codex. But before we get to that, let's talk about some news. So, new release. <laughs> Combat roster. Combat, Combat roster. They missed it by that much. So, alright, before... That much. We don't need to add to the rampant negativity that is flowing <laughs> through the internet, like hate through yeah. a Sith Lord. Well, come on, one. come on. I mean, was it was one. like... Pretty lackluster. It's a beginning. Golly. They already said they're going to add points later. But I was, everyone is yeah. freaking out. I understand, but like, why not just wait until you have uh, points and then release it? You I don't Because, I mean, that's what everybody <laughs> yes, is waiting have, for but... are the points. Well, the like, thing is, they really, like, they, they, they believe that the average player uses power level. Yeah. And they're probably right because a lot of casual players aren't involved on the online community. I don't know. I'd have to disagree because Age of Sigmar started with that, right? They were like, here's no, they power rating. But they're like, and that's Sigma, it. And that's all we're going to do. Yeah, like, and then everybody was like, it. what the no, hell is this? that's not true. They started out with nothing and they went to power. They, Age of Sigmar is power level. Yeah. Age of Sigmar became power level because it was, it was totally just do whatever the hell you want. Yeah, yeah. Right, People, and then they and then, went and then nobody to was buying anything. Yeah. And then they're stuff. like, "Why aren't you buying anything?" And everyone's like, "There's no points." They're like, "Okay, here's points." Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so here you go. when like, oh, GW man. announced that they were working on these apps at yeah. Nova Open last year, they yeah. said they had to finish the painting app, which I don't know how many people use it, but it is it's supposed I, to be amazing. It actually yeah. is really useful. Yeah. 
um, like the painting app is really, really cool. I like it a lot. I, I, what does I the painting app do? Does it tell you, okay, you're using corn red. Now you use Mephisto on red. Well, it tells you what <laughs> colors go with it. It shows you examples oh, okay. of things. Like it's actually really useful, yeah. right? But they, they, they got that done first. And then they said that they were going to do the 40K list building app. Now, I, I don't know for sure. I could be wrong. But if I, I believe the gentleman that did this is the same one that did the Age of Sigma app. Third party. Um, it's not someone that's like a direct employee for Games Workshop. I could be wrong. I apologize if I'm misspeaking. But it would make sense if that's the case that he started out doing power level because it's like what he already has done with the Age of Sigmar app. Uh, and then they said they were going to move towards points down mm -hmm. the road, but it's a lot more complicated. Well, yeah, so, they're changing points every month. You are the saltiest of dogs. Well, I actually was all excited because I was laughing when I saw that you had this in the show notes because I was like, oh, here we go. I'm going to get really upset. And just because it doesn't matter to me, but like just it's funny the way that it came out. But then Pablo uh, smartly said, hey, there are actually a lot of people that like it for power level. Yeah. yeah. No, it's true. Which, I mean, there, there are a which ton is of people true. that use it. So. There, there are a lot really of good. people that play casually yeah. that don't go on Facebook and scream into the internet when they're upset about stuff. Mm hmm. They use power level and they're really, they have show games. Also, there's no reason to be upset, right? Like, you're no worse off, right? Yeah. <laughs> you're you're no worse anything. off than you were before. Yeah, there's no reason to be mad. Yeah. It's just kind of silly, you know, in, in my opinion. But I understand, like, doing points would be so complex because it's not like Age of Sigmar where it's like you buy the unit and you can give them whatever weapons you want. Now you have to buy their Storm Bolter, you have to buy their, their, pistol in some cases some of their close combat weapons you're like it's a lot more complex and there's a lot more <laughs> options in 40k than there is in age of sigmar so i definitely understand like this is super easy they can bust this out super fast and just give it to you and it's something like we said you're not worse off than you were before yeah and then eventually they'll get to the point where it's points as well so. i mean like i get it too i wish it had points too like i'm not trying to say like oh it's perfect like of course like yeah. for those of us that play match play games we all wanted something that we could use. We can't really use this. Mm -hmm. So I, I understand that, but there's no reason to actually get mad because you can just keep doing what you were doing. Yeah. Right? Like as you as usual though, I think like one of the, the things that causes the friction is that perhaps the communication could have been a little bit better. Like maybe say, hey, here we go. We got power level right now. Eventually we're gonna have points maybe in the next you know six months or mm -hmm. whatever. Yeah. And that would alleviate a lot. Or at least like that. just notify everybody when you announce it, right? Like, yeah. hey, this is gonna be a power level app that will eventually become a points app. Yeah. And think, like, it, it would be really challenging to do points. Like, like technically, it's not that difficult. You just have a spreadsheet, like a database, and it just goes query, like, what Space Marine, Bolt Pistol, mm -hmm. whatever. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And But, like, to do that, like, on a phone, like, you, like, drop down menu for Tactical Squad. It's like, like, oh, crap, how many options? What is it? Yeah. yeah. It actually would be uh, difficult for the, the user interface, in my opinion, mm -hmm. on a mobile device to do this correctly. I'm not an app developer though. We, we, we know a little bit about it, but we're not uh, experts. So I, I could easily see how that would take a lot more time to, to get that done. Yeah, but um, yeah. hey, whatever. If you play with power level, be excited. If you don't, who cares? <laughs> move, <laughs> right. move along, you know? Like, I would be yeah. interested though to, nobody ever has the actual numbers for this, but like the people, the amount of people who literally just play power level they just play their friends they don't care about i'm sure there's like tournaments they don't you know like there there has to be that has to be the vast majority of people right like kids and, and um I, I don't the independent don't characters know. whole podcast i don't know if it's <laughs> i don't know if it's like a majority like I, they have points in the codexes which age of sigmar was missing when it first came yes. out so you had no other option yeah but like now it's like 40k has you have the power rating and then yeah. you also have points so 
I don't know. It'd, it'd be interesting to find out those numbers. I should just start I asking the store owners that carry your products. Yeah. When I call them, like, hey, in your opinion, and people come in, what do they do? So yeah. it, I, just for me, just to know. I, I'm just curious. In my experience, even casual players use points, but they yeah. play casually. So uh, I, I do know of people that play power level because it's just it's easy and they're not that concerned with the hyper detail of writing the most efficient list. Like for them, it's like I get to play once a month. Yeah. Uh, or or kids because when like we used to have kids come in our store all the time to play. Not so much anymore, interestingly. But we used to have kids come in all the time, and um, they would never. They would just put models on the table and go. Right. They wouldn't. Yep. They wouldn't put lists down. They no. Would, they would literally put their models. They would on just the put table. them. They would put every single model they had on the table. Yeah. It's just funny too. Like a lot of the kids that used to be kids at our store are now like getting married and stuff. Yeah. Like like Adrian, right? No. Yes. Adrian is getting married. But he wasn't a kid. He was like he they was were. In high they school. were. I consider someone in high school to be a kid. Yeah, they were like in their. Yeah, Jason. Remember, Reese is like fifty. So, That's true. I mean. Yeah. I'm yeah. not that far off from race though, so but some, of the, I don't make some of the grade school kids that are now in college and stuff like that yeah. is that is crazy. Yes, yep. To see them like grow up anyway, right. but yeah, they wouldn't. No. They wouldn't even like, and it would be like, uh, oh, I, I'm Orcs, my buddy's Grey Knights, and right. we're gonna play against our friend who's Eldar because he has more models. Right. Yeah. And so they're like, well, let's team up, and like half yeah. time wouldn't even finish the game, and they just start making rules up as they go. <laughs> so I totally get it, right? Like that, like. There's a lot of people out there who don't need that extra level of detail that we demand as um, a little bit you know, more seasoned match play gamers. So for yeah. us, from where we're standing, it does seem weird. But for a lot of people, this is probably awesome. And I feel I feel bad for the GW team. Like you, they, you put this out, right? I'm sure everyone's really excited. Oh, look at this cool new yeah, thing! We everyone's so in the office. Hard. They're all like cheersing each other with like their tea. <laughs> And then it just goes live, and it's just like beep, 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 beep. It's like all like, ah, oh, F you, uh, Just angry, and like emoticons just yeah. like exploding in their I face, just, and they're just like, oh, God. I don't get why people would be mad. <laughs> I don't like, mean it, it doesn't matter. It, it doesn't change anything if you use points. Like, no, it's, it's literally just something new that yeah. you could use if you want. Like, it wasn't there before. Yeah, it's like, here you go. <laughs> it is better than slapping the teeth, I guess. But I've never gone out of my way to go to somebody else's, like, webpage and, like, be angry. Like, I have way more important no. things to do in my day. And to like go scream at somebody for yeah. something that they did to try and like do a favor, like do like a favor. There's, there's like, no a nice point thing. to yell. Like why? <laughs> and it's free. It's a free it's a free thing. Be right? mad. Like, I know. It's free, right? Yeah. Oh yeah. Totally yeah. Free. <laughs> okay. Yeah. I know, and it's like people are like, I don't know. The sense of entitlement sometimes is really. I think crazy. I think what, like we said, I think people have their expectations. Right. So yeah. People are like, oh, this is gonna be the list building app that yeah. I'm gonna use all yeah. the time, and then it comes out, and then there's that disappointment. Yeah. Yeah. I can see yeah. that. Most so, people probably had my reaction. Like we're we're. I was like, oh, like, cool! What? Like the app's out, and yeah. then I read, read the details. Like, oh. I'm like, it doesn't have points. What? And then, like, that was, the, but that was like the the extent of it, right? Like yeah. more of like a. What? Then you That's went back. Then you went. Then I went back day. to my day. Yeah, <laughs> I didn't go and start posting on every single page on Facebook and comment uh, sections. Okay. I mean, forums aren't really a thing anymore, but now it is Facebook. Primarily. No, for, you know what? Like Facebook is definitely like risen, but. Um, so the forums are still huge. Like, are our forums Reddit still going? No, we deleted our forums uh, ages ago. It's just all bots just like sending each other <laughs> no, like I mean, Asian dating site links. <laughs> that would be funny if the bots are like, "Thanks, bro, I was a little lonely." <laughs> they start, yeah, they become self self aware. They start talking to each other. Uh, they're on they're on Tinder. Yeah. They're like, "Oh, this stupid combat roster, ha huh? <laughs> Check out these pills. <laughs> Check out these these Canadian pharmacy pills. <laughs> You do oh my god! This is, do that's you a want good, Canadian girlfriend? That's a good segue. So I, uh, we listen to Pandora at work. Oh my god! And no, don't. my Pandora is usually the one that we have on at work. And targeted marketing is a thing because I don't know yes. 
in the last like six months, <laughs> my, my ads went from like buy a BMW, which was like, I guess like they thought I was going through a midlife crisis. Yeah. Now it's all uh, ED and balding spills. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's all I get over yeah. and over. I'm like about to pay for the right. premium just so I can oh, stop yeah. listening to this well, crap. Dude, it's all Snoop Dogg now. Snoop Dogg. Yeah, it's You're all, like, oh. It's Gosh, Snoop Dogg like this? mocking me through yeah, the radio. Yeah. He's like, you might have problems with ED, but I don't. And I'm like, what? <laughs> I was like, thanks, Snoop. He's but like, it's literally go, go every check two it minutes. Out. Every two minutes I hear oh Snoop Dogg's voice come on. I know. Mocking you about having ads. erectile dysfunction. Yeah, and it's like, it's just got to be because of my age, right? Like yeah. like the, demog- the, the marketing demographic that they put in. Yeah, here's your conversation. It's going off yeah. my search. No, here's the, scary, here's the scary thing. I was talking to somebody... Um, the other day, just uh, we were doing like a FaceTime, and she was talking. She was like, um, uh, "Maybe I'll either go to like they were talking about like some wing wing stop or something like that, right?" Mm-hmm. And she's like, "I'm gonna look up what time they're open, like right." And then like within like a minute, she was like, her Instagram started putting targeted advertisements yeah. about Wingstop. Yeah, it's crazy. She's like, "How is it like?" I'm like, "Yeah, whenever you sign up for like Instagram, it it yeah. has permission to look at your texting and it looks for keywords." And Facebook and Instagram yeah. are connected, so. It's crazy. I was just like, like Pandora's driving me crazy right now. I'm like, yeah. can you please stop with this? Yeah, <laughs> they've definitely upped the amount of ads that they put in. Yeah, which is unfortunate. <sighs> anyway, at any rate, combat uh, roster. Totally an aside. So uh, GW did do a big, a big poll. If you guys remember last year, where they were asking like how you play, what kind do you do, you, do you, what what type of play do you enjoy? Mm-hmm. Do you use points? Do you not use points? Do you go to tournaments? Do you go to events? Um, and they really? They did. It was yeah. a huge poll. I, I would. I don't know if they're ever going to release that data for it was strictly just for marketing purposes yeah. um, so that they can get a better idea of what their yeah. customer base is. But that information is out there and I would love to see it because yeah. I still do believe the majority of people play yeah. casually. But like I said, even the majority of casual players I know that I'm friends with actually do use points. Yeah. Um, but they don't, they're not so tied up in it that they're, you know, going crazy if something changes. Like they, for them, they don't really care that much. Mm. Um, and, and I do I do know people that use power level too. It's just it seems to be less mm-hmm. of them. But my my instinct is that a lot of the people that do use power level are not involved with the the organized community. They kind of just do their own thing, play at home. Yeah. And there could be tons of them that we're just unaware of. Well, there's there's so many people we don't know in the community yeah, totally. or, or Games Workshop community. So totally. it's, it, yeah, it could be power rating for sure. And it's so. like people get tunnel vision yeah. because. Like they're they're in a group like a Facebook group, yeah. and it tends to be the people that play the game the same way, they think about things the same way, and so they start to think that the 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 prevailing attitude of your group is the way it is for everybody. Right. Like I can't tell you how many times we get emails like everyone does this. And I'm like, well, that's not that's not true. Yeah. Right. Like you're talking about a group of maybe a few dozen people and or, or vocal people. And you're using that to try, like, that's kind of like shaping your perception of the hobby as a whole. It's just, it's just not, it's not accurate yeah. um, at all, right? Like when people like criticize uh, or give us critiques, <clears throat> constructive criticism about like the ITC missions, for example. Like in one day I got two emails. One guy was saying, everybody plays only these missions, you should change them. And literally the same day, so the guy goes, nobody uses these missions, you should change them. And it was the, the missions the other guy said that only... As the ones, only ones everyone ever uses, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So much of it just depends on what your experience is, but you you got to try and take a step back and, and realize that there's an infinite number of ways to enjoy the hobby. Yeah. Do you just give a one word answer to people those? Noted. 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 <laughs> Filed for future reference. Dotted yeah. those T's. No, we do. Oh, also, if you're ever trying to reach us for anything about the business, do not hit us up on our personal Facebook pages, please. Yeah. There, that is not the correct way to reach us. 
I miss about two thirds of my Facebook messages. Just don't even. I usually just skip it if it's on. <laughs> Dude, I didn't realize that that people who would message you for the first time, oh, yeah, it goes into a different, different file. Yes. I went and looked, and it like years of yeah. missed messages. I was just like. But they're Aww. supposed to. You're supposed to get a notification when one of those comes through. I really? I get. I, don't, I, don't I get them on my phone for the uh, messenger. Okay. Yeah. So like I my like like the little thing like a little like bell or whatever it's like oh like a notification yeah. of an action yeah I get like so many every minute that it's I don't even look at it because like we're in so many different groups and stuff yeah I'm there's no way I'm gonna keep up with that I'd have to like literally just look at it all day and try and like respond I don't even look at it. I just click it <laughs> yeah I, it's just Facebook is like the worst way to get a hold of us yeah um, reach out to us through through email if you have something that because I don't want someone to feel slighted like we ignored them it's just like we just didn't see it yeah. Um, so yeah, reach out to us to, uh, emails to email. us because it's like, yeah. we literally will have to get to that at some point. Yeah. My email is open yeah. all day long. So Las Vegas open 2019. Remember to mark your calendars. We're just over a month away from registration opening. It's very exciting. Can't mm. believe it's already here. I feel like we do this every year. We're like, I can't believe it's already here again, but it's true. It's like, wow. Oh my gosh. And pretty soon yeah. we'll be packing the truck up. Yeah. Oh, no. I know. <laughs> yeah. We already started, uh, working on terrain for, for next year. Uh, Ugh, yeah. crazy. So uh, remember to mark your calendar. The uh, the opening day, the opening basically week, but really the first couple of days of registration is bananas. And a lot of the popular events now at this point actually sell out in minutes, if not hours. So if you have, if there's something you really want to get, like the 40K narrative, 40K championship, high roller package, uh, the 40K champions packages, uh, the Age of Sigmar champions package, the things that are of very limited supply, do yourself a favor and grab it right away because there's a good chance you will miss it. Um, the 40K narrative sold out in minutes. Yeah. Uh, so you, you don't want to miss out on that uh, or, or any of the package deals that are uh, uh, they're at a discounted price. Mm -hmm. uh, and they give you all kinds of cool stuff like a t-shirt and, and, and uh, unique uh, swag that you can only get with that package. Those go really quickly. So please mark your calendar. Uh, keep your eye on lasvegasopen.net. And when registration opens, uh, if there is something that you thought you wanted, just grab it or you will probably miss out. Yeah. And, and that's a bummer. Uh, but for some of the stuff, you can take your time. Like there's not a super sense of urgency for everything, but especially the big, you know, the kind of like the mainline product, you definitely want to jump on those. Yeah. Uh, big news from Fantasy Flight Games. X-Wing, the very popular miniatures game, has announced their new edition. It's X-Wing's second edition. Wow. Uh, they just announced this yesterday. When the press release, there's a link to the press release in the show notes if you want to go check it out. Uh, I am not a big X-Wing guy. Uh, Pablo is, and he is saying that the buzz, because they've been previewing some of the rules changes, some of the changes to the game mechanics, uh, apparently it's getting a really good reception in the community. That's good. So I, I have no expert. Um, I actually don't care for the game that much myself, but it is. I think it's a great game. It's a very popular game. Mm -hmm. yeah. uh, and it seems to be getting really good, uh, a really good response. So that's exciting. If you're an X-Wing fan, uh, get pumped. Yeah. Uh, I guess they're doing, like, they're renovating, they're updating, like, every ship. Wow. They're adding in new game mechanics. There's, like, all this fun <laughs> stuff that you can do. Um, completely new, like, uh, new mechanics in the game, like, things that you were never able to do before. So that sounds pretty exciting. That is if you cool. wanted to get a 3x3 three yeah. three space mat, you pick one up on the web cart. And there might be new ones coming out, too, which is Ooh. very, very wow. apropos. And uh, six by threes, for those of you who are uh, uh, fans of Star Wars Legion, uh, turned out to be a lot more popular than we expected. We sold all of them really quickly, yep. but we will be restocking in the summer. 
Yeah, yeah like mid July. July, yeah. yeah. Um, but we do have some in stock. We'll put those in the web cart probably in like a week. So. Ah. Yeah, we did. We found a couple more. Uh, GW dropped this new teaser image. Um, the teaser images that they drop are always funny because it's like, yeah. it's so obscure. I'm like, is this like is an exhaust fire? pipe? Is it magic fire? I do like the thumbprints in the mold. Yeah, pretty good. that's really nice. <laughs> That could be that could just be part of the texture. Maybe it's I don't yeah, think I don't, so. What is like that? it's like everywhere. Uh, who knows? I don't know. Yeah, maybe super that's rough. actually the green. Yeah. But I, th I think they do everything digitally now. I don't think they actually like physically sculpt things. I think it's a, a hookah uh, pipe smoke. It could just be the three D printer then. Could be it's. I don't know if they even do that. Yeah, I think I they go know. direct. They they CNC. It. Maybe we don't, we don't know. Obviously, it's the they... exhaust the exhaust plume from a sister of battle jump pack. That would be cool. What yeah. are those two things on the very top? Two butt cheeks. Circular. See? That's <laughs> what I jumped out of here first. I don't know. Who knows what that is? So we'll check that. We'll, we'll stay open-minded and uh, mm -hmm. uh, keep our eye out for yeah. what that ends up being. So let's talk about Death Watch. Uh, Death Watch, not a super popular mm -hmm. faction. They kind of came out at a weird time. Very cool. They've been a part of the backstory of the game forever. Mm -hmm. uh, the Death Watch, for those of you who don't know, uh, Space Marine Chapters send... Uh, one or more of their members to join the Death Watch to cross train with other uh, Space Marine chapters, and then they form up into kill teams to go and hunt Xenos. Uh, they're the division of the uh, Imperium that, that is specifically designed to, to hunt other alien races. And yeah. really, really cool. Um, they all wear black armor with one of their shoulder pads representing the, the chapter that they came from, mm -hmm. and they have all kinds of really cool high tech special gear. It's kind of like the yeah, they get like alien exotic weaponry that they yeah. take from like when they go and, and you know kill people or kill aliens. Yeah, they're the special forces. They are cool. Very... It's a cool like backstory to them. Yeah, it is really cool backstory. And some of the the, the books explore it. Like Uriel Ventress joins the Death Watch. He's mm -hmm. he's the the Space Marine Ultramarine. You know, like, like the Sergeant boy. Right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, he joins the 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 Death Watch. There's some books about it and stuff. So you check it out if you're interested. It's really cool. Yeah. But uh, talking about the Death Watch Codex, it came out at a weird time. Like, it, it was a big release because it was so neat, and it was one of the. It was like the Admech. Like, no one thought it was ever going to get done, and then right. it did. But then we kind of transitioned editions, and like, it, it's it's one of the lesser played uh, factions currently. Mm -hmm. I think that's really going to change for a number of reasons. So, in the the preview, uh, GW talked about some of the cool stuff they have coming. Uh, special issue ammo is kind of like their main rule mechanic, mm -hmm. and it's really good. Um, it's like the old Stern Guard special ammo, where you could choose what you're gonna do, and give you all kinds of options like ignore cover, better range, better AP, um, tons of stuff. Uh, wounding, always wounding on a two was one of them. And the example that they give in the codex <clears throat> is they're saying that Reavers with heavy bolt mm -hmm. pistols using one of the special ammos have AP three uh, pistol. Pretty powerful. That's gnarly. Uh, that's really, really good. I mean, effectively, that ends up being almost like a plasma pistol in a lot of instances. So, uh, really, really cool. Very strong. Yep. Uh, one of the other uh, stratagems that they reveal is the Tempest Shell. And when a Death Watch, Death Watch infantry model Death shoots Watch. at a vehicle, yeah, <laughs> uh, shoots at a vehicle, it does D three mortal wounds. Now, bear in mind, um, if it's in a, a Devastator squad and they have something like a Cherub to let them shoot again. Uh, that would apply for the entire round of shooting per the uh, Space Marine FAQ. So really strong. Uh, and that, yeah. like, literally anybody can yeah. do this. But Any it's a single infantry. model. And, yeah, but it's yeah. 
like almost all the space marines have this ability to mm -hmm. somehow do d3 mortal wounds got it but the, the what makes this so good is that like any infantry model can do it all right yep. all right um it's like oh here comes uh, whatever the case may be uh, a knight mm -hmm. uh, <clears throat> whatever i need to finish off uh, a rhino or whatever mm -hmm. uh, this gives you the ability to do it and i, I it. think that's really cool yeah um and then the other core rule mechanic that they show off is mission tactics it's uh, very similar to chapter tactics but it's more flexible so before each game you pick one of the mission tactics and it's uh, typically speaking, reroll wounds, wound rolls of one against a certain like uh, troops or fast attack or whatever, right? Mm -hmm. Really good. And as uh, Space Marines have like tons of reroll options to shoot with uh, Watchmasters and, and things like that, uh, you can pretty much count on you're going to be consistently rerolling hits and ones to wound, which again, with your special issue ammo, is really, really strong. And you can switch your mission tactics during the course of the game. There's like four different ways to do it. Yeah. They show off adaptive tactics. It's a one CP strat that lets you switch, uh, or it's two CP. It's one if you have a Watchmaster. They have a relic that lets you choose which one you want to use. So everyone within six inches can use the one that the book has, or they can use the whatever your mission tactic is. Uh, and then there's a Warlord trait that lets you switch too. Yeah. Uh, really flexible. But the thing that I'm most excited about, and then there's some pictures in here, is uh, Primaris Marines are getting this stuff. So, so sick. Yeah, and, and, and yeah. we can, Frank and I can attest to the fact that in playtesting, they're, they're badass. Like, they're really good. Plus, the models just look awesome. They look awesome. Yeah. So, all of a sudden, like, Primaris Marines, like, with their points going down, I think that they're actually pretty decent now. Um, you don't see them a lot, which I think would indicate that the, the common perception is that they're still pretty weak. However, um, I, I actually feel like you can do, uh, you're starting to see them creep into some good lists. Yeah. Right? Like uh, at, at the LVL, a lot of people were using just like like handfuls of Primaris Marines. But I can tell you when you use special issue ammo with all the rerolls and all this stuff, they become really good. Really, really good. Um, they talk about Reavers and Intercessors and Aggressors mm -hmm. using some of this crazy stuff. Um, yeah. I, I think you'll see a lot of people playing Primaris Death Watch because uh, they're so flexible. And with the combination of switching your missions and the ammo, uh, no matter who you're fighting, you can you can just adapt on the fly mm -hmm. to, to take them on. I think it's really, really strong. Yeah. Uh, you guys have anything else to add about Death Watch? Still, you know, no. kind of wait for them to ramp up fully with all the reveals, but... Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm just excited to see Death Watch on the table again. I know a lot of people have Death Watch armies, and they've just kind of <clears> set <throat> them on the shelf. So I'm excited to see those back on the tables. Me too. Me too. And I, I think with things like um, the changes to reserve rules and, and uh, some of the changes we've seen in the FAQ, I think uh, having a Death Watch attachment in your army is going to become uh, more attractive. Uh, you can keep them back. And um, they have all kinds of tricks to move around the table, starting on the table. So they can get around some of the limitations that you have. And that's, they, they already have these tools. Mm -hmm. um, I think it's going to be really exciting to see if the Codex gives us more of that. Um, or even putting some in a uh, draw pod with the uh, frag cannons. Um, yeah, the frag know, cannons are really good. Yeah, they're yeah. really strong. So we'll see. We'll see what people do with it. So it's, uh, for now, I think it's exciting stuff. And then, of course, we'll, stay, we'll keep covering it as we go. Because uh, GW will be releasing more information every day yeah. on the Warhammer community site. Uh, if you want to check that out. In other news, the London Grand Tournament. It is the second biggest 40K singles event in the world, right behind 
our own LVO, although Zach keeps telling us he's going to knock us off our throne. Bring it on, buddy. Bring it. Zacharu um, and the whole crew there is running a great event. And they, they exploded. Yeah. Like, I think they like more than doubled this year, right? They didn't exist like three years ago. Yeah. And yeah. now they're, they're, it just tells you how much of demand in the UK there is for a big, big GT like this. Yep. Um, and, uh, and Zach and James and the whole crew has, has made it happen. But Zach wanted us to talk about something cool that they're doing for the London GT. Uh, as most of you who follow competitive 40K are well aware, you uh, love looking at lists. People love analyzing the lists. And uh, one of the problems going into a big tournament is, is checking lists. It's pretty much impossible to do for the, the organizing staff. They have too much else on their plate, especially you know at the scale of 300 players. Yeah. Uh, so what they've done is they had this clever idea to put every, all the lists into a Google Doc and opening it up for public um, uh, annotation. So if you're curious to see what people are bringing, if you would like to help out, I know they would super appreciate it. Click the link in the show notes. It'll take you to the Google Doc. You can see everybody's lists, uh, including ours, and check for any errors. And hopefully we can catch you know, as many as possible of the errors ahead of time. And then they're going to put the list into to BCP and um, you know, avoid yeah. any circumstances where someone's playing with an illegal list, hopefully. Make sure to check everybody's except for Reese's and mine. Yeah. I made some uh, snacks and stuff. And table, mine. So. Yeah. But you wrote mine, so if there's any problems, then <laughs> and it would also be you. my yeah. fault. Yeah. Uh, we're really excited to go to the event. It's going to be a great time. Uh, Jason, Frankie, myself, Mariana, Jeff, uh, Robinson in control. All of us are going to be going over there and competing and having a good time. Mm-hmm. I think it's going to be a lot of fun. Mariana's going to be helping with the stream. Uh, so definitely check that out. It might be at difficult times to watch, depending on what time zone you're in. But uh, it should be a good time. Yeah, jump in and check. And I'm curious to see how this this works, right? Uh, crowdsourcing list checking. Mm-hmm. You know, we'll see. Yeah, we'll see how it goes. Uh, it's it's interesting with this many lists. I can't imagine everyone's going to get scrutinized. There's just too many. I don't know. I mean, it depends. If you have like everybody from the internet jump on it, then every list will get checked. But I think it's like, a matter of how many people you can get to actually go in and check them all. So yeah, I agree. Like, I wonder if like you had some sort of an incentive system, um, like. If you verify, if you check somebody else's list, you get, I don't know, a point. I don't know. Well, it, something. Yeah, because um, they do like old school. Like you get points for painting and all that stuff. So you could do an incentive to where um, you have to check five lists and you get a point or yeah. two points or something mm-hmm. like that. Um, so then everybody that's going to the event checks those five lists. And then even they if, check a bunch of different ones. So. I think that's a great idea. But even if you did three, because yeah. if everybody checked three lists, every list is getting checked three times. Then it's like the the chance of you having a list error go down dramatically. Yeah, I, I that's actually kind of a cool idea. Although the problem is then always the flip side of that is if someone doesn't do it for whatever reason, like they missed it or whatever, and then they go into the tournament behind on points, that really sucks. Yeah. So I don't know. It's it's a it's a grand experiment, and we're curious to see how it plays out. So if any of you want to help out, that'd be wonderful. Please jump in and do so. Yep. Um, yeah. You can tell us how bad our lists are. <laughs> So uh, we have a Facebook Live uh, secondhand shop auction coming up this Friday, May 4th. May the 4th be with you. Ah, at, yeah. That was good. Pretty good. That was good. I uh, never heard that. I'm funny. Snuck that in there. Uh, and that's going to be at noon. These have been a lot of fun. We do it just pretty much just for a good time. Um, it's just people really enjoy it. And uh, it's a good, uh, good laugh. So if you want to join in on the fun bid on some of these really beautiful models we have some amazing stuff to be had mm. uh, death core of creed always mega popular 
Uh, some of them are fully and very well painted. Yep. And the models are so detailed. I was very tempted. The models are amazing. I know. I was like, I want to start a Death Corps army, but I don't need to. Uh, we have some uh, Castellan robots. Uh, if you're an AdMech player, these are, you know, I haven't seen an AdMech list that hasn't used them, besides mm -hmm. my own in competitive play. Uh, recently, uh, we have some really nicely painted Death Guard models from out of the starter set. A Bill and Vortex, which if you play uh, Age of Sigmar, it's probably the most Pretty powerful good. thing in the game. Mm -hmm. uh, and we have an absolutely gorgeously painted Slan, uh, also for Age of Sigmar, and a uh, Sword and Board Wraith Knight. I would say painted to a tournament standard. Uh, it's not, it's got a clean base coat. It's mm -hmm. a great starting point yeah. if you wanted to go and finish him up. Um, but he is fully based. He's tournament ready. Mm -hmm. So check those out. And if you want to join in, please do so again, May the 4th at noon on our Facebook page. It's a lot of fun. Mm -hmm. All right. Upcoming mm -hmm. ITC events. 40K, we have a GT Grotzcon. I was going to say Grotzcon. That's in Canada, up there in the snowy north. Yep. And uh, we have a major, the Alamo 40K GT. They just hit us up. They just hit major status. Nice. They're really excited. It's the first time for them. Very yeah, cool. super excited. Yeah. Well done to them. So, yeah, check those out. And then we have a bunch of uh, Age of Sigmar events coming up in the month of May as well. So jump out there, participate, get your points, have fun. And unfortunately, don't use the 40K app. <laughs> Unless it's a power level tournament. All right. 40K top uh, five. The top ten is listed. But uh, we're only covering the top five as we're covering more events these mm -hmm. days. Josh Death continues to hang on to his lead, still significantly ahead of second place, Matt Root. And our boy Jeff Robinson has jumped into third, followed by Daniel Sansone and Gary Frank in fifth. Your 40K hobby track, Sean Prosser has jumped into first place, followed by Chris Boss, which is an amazing name. Mm -hmm. Anthony Bellum in third, Antonio Sedeno. Sedeno in fourth, and Nick Barden in fifth. Your Age of Sigmar, top 10. Matthew Jones has moved into first place. Jared Zizueta is in second. James Thomas in third. Joe Cryer in fourth. And Josh Harvey in fifth. Age of Sigmar hobby track. Frank Deloach continues to lead, followed by Scott Reed. Josh Greenfield in third. Chris Stifter in fourth. And Tyler Hamill in fifth. And Shadespire. Haven't had any movement on nope. this one because it's so new. <laughs> Hey, it's going to be slow going in yeah. the beginning, yeah. but uh, I have no doubt in my mind the Shadespire is going to blow up because it's so easy to run the event. But uh, Andrew Everhart still in first place, followed by Mike Course, Matt Everhart in third, David Escobar in fourth, and Josue, Josue Ibarra in fifth. Could be Hosu. I think it's Josue. Could be Josu. It could be Josu. Ibarra kind of indicates that it's not, though. Josu E. <laughs> could be it's possible it's, it is possible it's an italian name it is possible italian name. uh so for the tactics corner today uh it's been really interesting to see people kind of calming down and adapting to the faq and interestingly as not to say that oh no 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 we were right or whatever but kind of as we predicted we've had people who play in our store who are now saying that the fact has forced them to play better yeah, we've yeah. we've also got emails from people that like first emailed us like just freaked out, super mad, yeah. super pissed, like really upset because they just finished painting the army and all this stuff, and then they sent in a follow up response to like, hey, actually my list is a lot better now. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, we had <laughs> so, um, we have an Astro Militarum player uh, locally, awesome dude. Um, he's just getting into the competitive scene, 
Yeah. And it's funny because he was he plays um, uh, Elysians, right? It's a completely deep striking army. He got mega impacted by this. Yeah. And he was like, you know what? He's like, at first I was like, oh, this sucks. He's like, now having to wait to let the game develop and dropping in on turn two, he's like, I'm actually doing better. Yep. Mm -hmm. And he's uh, one of the things that we've noted that uh, was really interesting. And um, we kind of predicted this too. And again, that's not the point, but it's interesting that like Valkyries now are really interesting because you can fly up, drop guys out on turn one, all of a sudden that unit's really, really uh, viable now, whereas before you, you probably wouldn't consider taking it in a serious competitive list. And one of our friends, a uh, hardcore chaos player, uh, has gone back to Rhinos. Yeah. Uh, Berserkers and Rhinos, which again, um, makes sense, right? Like in the context of uh, needing to survive for a turn and then jumping up, jumping out, attacking, uh, the Rhino is a really good, really good option. Yep. So it is really interesting to see that big emotional reaction and now people are adapting. Some people still aren't stoked. Uh, some of my, some of my friends are, are still struggling to try and find the path forward. Uh, but a lot of people are saying it's, you know, it's really no big deal. Yeah. 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 It's like we talked about before. Like a lot of times it's better to bring in your, uh, deep strikers on turn two or three. Yeah. Um, just because it, your opponent always has to like be thinking about where those units are going to go and stuff. And if you drop them down on turn one, your opponent can just immediately react. So. And sometimes nice. you, you, you come in for that knockout alpha strike punch. You don't get it. You're overexposed and your counter punch wipes you. Yeah. And I usually build into my list units that stay off the table until tunes two and three anyway. Um, you know, in my Ash Militarum list, I take rough riders that if they kill anything in the game, cool. I don't expect them to, they're there to wait to see the game develop because people's screens usually collapse on turn one and two. And then their backfield defense usually has to move to go for objectives, leaving gaps in the backfield. And that's when my little Rough Rider units or Striking Scorpions are really good for this, uh, Swooping Hawks, whatever the case may be, Scouts. Um, I think your Striking Scorpions is a better example because your Rough Riders never come on the board. I often forget <laughs> to actually put them on the table. Nine out of ten games, Reese will <laughs> forget to bring on his Rough Riders. He's yeah. like, hey, can I put this back on? Like, no, 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 dude. No. <laughs> but my striking scorpions often like they sometimes have a good game and like they they uh, they they do some damage, but that's not really what they're there for. They jump onto an objective in the backfield. They can easily kill a little backfield unit um, in combat, no problem. And now it's a thorn in your opponent's side. So yeah. keeping those units off the table later often is better. Now, of course, there are circumstances when. You really, really, really do want to all bring them in on turn one, absolutely, because mm -hmm. you can deliver a mega a dick punch. But that was specifically what GW was trying to prevent. Yeah. So, so it's interesting to see people adapting. Um, uh, I'm glad to see people calming down. Yeah. 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 It's always good. Yeah. It was. Uh, it happens with every change. So. Sure does. Check out this beautiful Sisters of Battle commission we recently completed. Uh, of course, mm -hmm. this is the FLG Paint Studio. Uh, this is a really, really good looking. This army looks um, great. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I think it looks amazing. This is Tabletop Plus with level three basing, I assume? Yeah, it's, and the bases are custom made by the artist. Nice. Um, oh, wow. Yeah. Yeah, just traditional scheme, but like it's it's a classic. You can't go wrong with it. So nice, vibrant reds really make it pop. Um, client was super happy with it. You know, OSL done on the tanks. Um, yeah, there's, it was fantastic. But yeah, it is a higher level paint service, uh, paint job with the custom... Uh, basing which then automatically would be our highest which is level three yeah yeah well let's uh jump into the chat section like we'd love to hear what you guys are thinking about death watch 
Uh, are you excited? Do you think it looks like a good codex or not? Tell us why. Also, how are you all adapting to the FAQ? Uh, is the world ended and 40K broken, as some people were saying, or yeah. are you finding a way to adapt? Um, are you liking it? Are you not liking it? Let us know. Uh, never mind. Jamba says, thanks, guys. It was great seeing the store on Saturday. Oh, it was really nice to meet you. Thanks for coming by. Uh, it was a pleasure meeting you. And if, I'm, if you're who I think you are, your wife as well. Was that? Oh, I wasn't here for that. Some, a fine couple from Oklahoma came out, and it was really nice to meet them. Oh, okay. Uh, some of the guys were in playing league games, mm -hmm. and uh, we were just hanging out, shooting the breeze. Uh, Ghost Valley, it freezes me for a turn. Uh, Yeet Posey says, yeah, the Tesseract Necron list is popping up everywhere. It's kind yeah. of a boring list in my opinion, but I, it's it's good. Three Tesseract oh. bolts. The Games Talkshow is probably like, why are we selling so many of these? They're, they're really good. <laughs> why are these out of stock now yeah. for the first time in eight years? Yeah, it's a really good list. Uh, one of our local players here plays a triple Bane, 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 Bane Blade list. Mm -hmm. And man, he smashes some people. He beat Frankie in the league. Yeah. But he also got first turn and waxed Swarmlord instantaneously. Yeah, it was hilarious. <laughs> like, yeah. I was like, okay, seven saves. I failed all seven. I was like, well, he's dead. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Dacier Celius, have you playtested the Death Watch Codex? Yeah, we playtest. We are playtesters for, for Games Workshop. So, yeah. Uh, uh, yes, we have. And T6 Ted, mm. are primary screens with special am issue ammo as good as it sounds? In my opinion, yes. What do you, what do you think, bud? Yeah, I think they'll be good. I, I think we'll that see. they're the primaris marines that will be like the default choice. Um, if you just want to stick some in your army, because even just intercessors, like your basic intercessor with special issue ammo, is a boss, man. They're really good, in yeah. my opinion. Uh, Ghost Valley. <laughs> I paid Nick Nonavati 15 bucks to help me adapt to the new FAQ. Nice. Good. That's, That's one less call. list that we're getting sent our way. Just kidding. Kind of. Uh, and Tempester Prime says, I am planning to run Death Watch with my Scions. I think that's a cool combo. Uh, should introduce more tricks into the army. That's a really cool combo. Uh, Scions with Death Watch? I mean, I, that's an army I'd like to see. Yeah, but you got to start, I mean, your power level has to be on the table that you're keeping off, so you got to keep that in mind. Well, people are already catching on to all the little tricks. Like, you just mm -hmm. add one more model to a unit on the table, and all mm -hmm. of a sudden it's full power level. Right. So that you can do all kinds of stuff to, to manipulate that. Right. And Scion units are really relatively low power level. Mm -hmm. um, and your your death he's probably starting to death watch on the table and then deep striking the scions. That's what I would imagine. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Blank Wizard says two post FAQ games. I have have been much better, longer, harder games as a Blood Angel craft role player. Sure. As a Blood Angel player, you're one of the people who got impacted the most. So that's really good to hear. Mm -hmm. um, Apocalypse, I'll wait to see if Primaris can get into the Deathwing Death Watch Flyer. Yeah. We'll see. They don't. They don't. Uh, uh, they don't cross. They don't cross. They don't get they in each other's drives. Uh, get out of my whip, Primaris Marine. Yeah. Uh, uh, JD Esquire, are you guys going to LGT? Yeah. We yeah. will all, all three of us will be there actually. And uh, Mariana and Jeff. Rarion, Reese, when are you rising to the bait and starting a Blood Angel army? Uh, I, I have too many projects on my desk. I'm, I'm in the middle of building my. Uh, well, actually, the FLG Paint Studio is building my Tau army. Mm -hmm. um, I will paint it. Uh, and I have an update coming up tonight. Um, we've got the Primaris project we're still in the middle of. So, and that's pretty, pretty much primarily my project. Um, that's getting painted. Uh, I'm trying to paint my own Ashamilla town and my Tyranids. Um, I, there's just, I don't have room for anything else. Actually, the only thing I'm disappointed about in the FAQ 
is how it broke in R. You have to take three very expensive HQs. All you need to have three detachment Yanair. Yanari. Uh, it was supposed to be where you can mix and match. I don't think it broke Yanari. I think Yanari was broken. It's un getting unbroken. Yeah. Yanari was a, not the best mechanic, in my opinion. And I think they, they keep dialing it back, and it's still winning all the time. So. Uh, JD Esquire, what armies are you guys bringing? Uh, Reese is bringing his guard, and I'm bringing mine. It's. Jeff is Jason. being custodian. What is Jason bringing? I'm taking the studio orcs because my stuff wasn't paid. Taking orcs? He's, yeah. he's taking the dread mob orc army. Oh, I God. wanted something that was like not a large amount of models for the transportation purposes. And I'm also not very good, so it makes my games go real quick. You're, you're going to be the most fun person to play. Just Bug, in general. Bugman 1983. <laughs> Any good? We get asked this question like all the time. I should just put up like a permalink on the site. Uh, transporting an army in flight, obviously we've done it many, 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 many times. There's a, there's a lot of ways to do it. We've done it with, like, I think we've flown with every case on the market. Uh, almost every Almost case. every case. And in, in our experience, the hands-down winner, the best one to fly with, is the Sable uh, Army Transport Motor Pool. It fits in any overhead compartment. It fits most armies. If you have, like, a bit, like, my Ash Militarum Army won't fit in it, unfortunately, but... Uh, if you have an infantry army, you can usually fit it in there. If it's in any overhead compartment, fits it, under the chair. Yeah, it, it, that's been the best one. That uh, one or uh, battle foam is really good if you want to check your army. Uh, just make sure to put something in there to secure the models. I use like socks or like bubble wrap or something like that, mm -hmm. so they don't bounce around. But nine times out of ten, your models don't break, so that's always nice. Yeah, it's uh, we've checked army. I, I actually checked my Ash Militarum army in a cardboard box one. Yeah, in one of the battle films. Yeah, and it came out the it came down the conveyor belt. So yeah. I was like, oh shit. Yeah. Only one model broke. Yeah. It's it's not as bad as you think. Like checking your army sounds insane, but it's actually it's not that bad. Yeah. Um, unless they send it to the wrong place, that would be pretty yeah. bad. <laughs> uh, but some boxes don't fit in the overhead compartment, so you don't have a choice. Either that or you ship it. Yeah, you could do that. Um, Jeff has actually carried them in an open like cardboard like box. A, no, it was like a shoebox. Yeah, and yeah. he just throws his model in there, and he walks, goes through security, sits down, and just holds it. And we're yeah. like, "You're crazy, man!" Like, That's what he does. For he like every, yeah. Uh, Ghost Valley says, "Turn two deep strike is keeping my regular opponent from throwing away his Deathwing Knights." There you go. Boom. Cool, I guess. Uh, any decent info on why to take a regular Marines? Over Primaris in the Death Watch Codex. I mean, you'll have to wait and see what the wait rules are. Wait and see, twinning. Well, they're different. They have different options and stuff, just as they do in the Index. So, uh, ba -ba -ba -ba. Tau, says Zidlek. Or Tau? I think it was more of a shouted question. Yeah. As a Tau player, I'm having fun post-Codex FAQ, says Pogman42. Folks be complaining, but I'm having a good time. Yeah. CIB Crisis Bomb does work. Yes, it does. Weird. Yes, it does. Daedalus81, do you ever foresee GW making a rule that stops Guard from being CP batteries for other armies? Nope. I don't think it's a big deal. Like, some people get really upset about this. I don't I don't really... Especially with the CP boost. Like, yeah. who cares if they're regenerating at that point? Yeah, it's, I don't really see it as being that big of a deal. Um, like, who, who cares, really? Like, I guess some people do care. But, uh, like... Sit down and try to think of a system that is not crazy complicated, that forces each detachment to use their own command points or something like, like actually try to sit down and map that out and not just think about your army, think about all the armies. It's really, really complicated. 
and it's it's overly complicated for probably minimal gain. Yeah. Uh, try that out for fun because we have, and it, it's it's not it's not simple. Uh, it's not as simple as you would think, um, and it's inviting a lot of mistakes to be made uh, if you try to implement that in a tournament or something like that. So. Uh, so that's uh, about it for the questions. Uh, thank you guys so much for joining us. We hope you enjoyed episode 591, uh, talking about Death Watch and community news. Uh, Tao Dog, we'll do one more one more question because that's a good one. I mean, I'm gonna win. I mean, yeah, Frankie, yeah, I'll win the LGT, mm-hmm. world's greatest 40k player. Okay, so Tao Dog asked predictions for the LGT winner. Why don't you guys jump in, take a look at the lists, and then you can tell us what you think. First place. Frankie thinks. Second he's- place. Last one. <laughs> there you go. Somehow. somehow. I actually, I can't wait because people are going to think my list doesn't look that good, which is going to be one of my strengths. Uh, oh, and then one more question because it's pertinent. Eat Posey, do you think 16 Necromorries is a, um, is too many for a list? I'm running 40 in my army, and the Warriors absolutely do work. They're yeah. so good. Warriors are great. Yeah. If you do 60, I, I don't think it's overkill. I just think you can have a lot of points plus characters plus your Ghost Arc. In one small part of the table, and that's going to be the only downside. Cool. All right, everybody. Thank you for joining us. I hope you enjoyed the show, and we will talk to you next week.